Hey, good morning. We are together, but not in the same place. This morning, I want us to look at a very, very comforting and encouraging portion of Scripture found in the book of 2 Kings, chapter 6, verses 8 to 23. We want to address the subject, please, Lord, open our eyes that we may see. Please, Lord, open our eyes that we may see. We've chosen as a song to go along with this lesson is number 537, Open Our Eyes. And I want to read for you the lyrics of that song as we begin. Open our eyes, Lord. We want to see Jesus. Open our ears, Lord, and help us to listen, to reach out and touch him, and say that we love him. Lord, we want to see Jesus. Open our hearts, Lord. We want to know Jesus. Open our minds, Lord to think of his goodness, to follow and trust him, and show that we love him. Lord, we want to see Jesus. Those words were written by Robert Cole. And as a theme for today's lesson, we want to consider this statement. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. What is real and eternal is unseen. That which is temporal and passing is seen. Christians must learn to see the unseen and ignore the plainly visible. When we do, we will see God, and our eyes will be opened like Elisha's servant was in our text this morning. Our text is, again, 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 8. To 23. Once when the king of Syria was warring against Israel, he took counsel with his servants, saying, At such and such a place shall be my camp. But the man of God sent word to the king of Israel, Beware that you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are going down there. And the king of Israel sent to the place about which the man of God told him. Thus he used to warn him, so that he saved himself there more than once or twice. And the mind of the king of Syria was greatly troubled because of this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, Will you not show me who of us is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, 
None, my lord. O king. But Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. And he said, Go and see where he is, that I may send and seize him. It was told him, Behold, he is in Dothan. So he sent there horses and chariots and a great army. And they came by night and surrounded the city. And the servant of the man of God rose early in the morning and went out. Behold, an army with horses and chariots was all around the city. And the servant said, Alas, my master, what shall we do? He said, Do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Bears repeating. Then Elisha prayed and said, O Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. And when the Syrians came down against him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Please strike this people with blindness. So he struck them with blindness in accordance with the prayer of Elisha. And Elisha said to them, This is not the way. This is not the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. And he led them to Samaria. As soon as they entered Samaria, Elisha said, O Lord, open the eyes of these men that they may see. So the Lord opened their eyes, and they saw, and behold, they were in the midst of Samaria. As soon as the king of Israel saw them, he said to Elisha, My father, shall I strike them down? Shall I strike them down? He answered, You shall not strike them down. Would you strike down those whom you have taken captive with your sword and with your bow? Set bread and water before them that they may eat and drink and go to their master. So he prepared for them a great feast. When they had eaten and drunk, he sent them away, and they went to their master. And the Syrians did not come again on raids into the land of Israel. You know, Jesus himself proclaimed something in Luke chapter 4, verse 18. It's pertinent to this text. The opening of the eyes of the blind. Luke 4.18 in part says, He has sent me, God meaning Christ, He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind. 
The blindness to which Christ refers is both literal and spiritual, as was the blindness of these Syrians. It was a physical and a spiritual blindness. Please, Lord, open our eyes that we may see. In the early to mid-9th century B.C., the kingdoms of Israel and Syria were battling constantly for supremacy over the trade routes that came from Babylon to Egypt, passing through Israel's narrow mountain passes. Whoever controlled these routes controlled the money. We see in this passage that Ahab of Israel and Ben-Hadad of Syria are locked in war. Previously, Israel was paying tribute to Damascus, but now she has reasserted herself and the war has come once more. Knowing that the prophet Elisha would be his enemy with the power of God Almighty, Ben-Hadad determined he would capture Elisha. He found out that he was in the city of Dothan. Dothan is in central Israel, about halfway between Nazareth to the north and Jerusalem to the south, and it's very near the city of Shechem. You can check on your Bible atlas map in the back of your Bible. You may have heard of Dothan before, because it's a very significant place, because Dothan is where Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers. Ben-Hadad sent a great army, and it soon surrounded the city of Dothan. The situation appeared hopeless, it appeared desperate, and it appeared bleak. But was it? Is our situation hopeless? Is our situation desperate? Is our situation bleak? Or is it? As Ben-Hadad invaded Israel, Elisha prophesied to him, the location of the enemy. So he escaped, as the Bible says in verse 10, more than once or twice. He had the inside scoop. He knew what the enemy was doing as soon as the enemy did it. Now, Ben-Hadad was wroth and thought that there was a spy in his camp. He was told, however, that it was Elisha that was telling Ahab where he was at all times. He tells Ahab even the words you speak in your bedroom, according to verse 12. So Ben-Hadad, he gets aggressive. He sends horses, chariots, and a great army and besieges Dothan, according to verse 14. So they settle in during the night, and the next morning... The servant of Elisha arises and looks out and he sees the surrounding mighty army of the Syrian host. And the question of alarm to Elisha is, what will we do? The man was terrified. What is Elisha's response to turn this young man's fear into faith? That was 
the challenge then and it is the challenge right now. Our challenge is to turn our fear into faith. Because as we said, as the Bible says, there are more with us than there are with them. So what was it that Elijah did to turn this young man's fear into faith? First of all, he told him to reject his fear, to reject his fear. Fear not. Don't let fear overtake your reason. I haven't counted them for myself, but I'm told that in the Bible, there are 365 references of the phrase, fear not. If that's the case, that's one a day for a year. That's a pretty strong message. Reject the fear. Don't let fear overtake your reason. Then he said to realize, to realize the facts. And that is that God is more powerful than Ben Hadad, not even a contest. God is here. Ben Hadad is in trouble. Reject your fear, realize the facts. And then, thirdly, he tells the servant to respond. And so Elisha prays for open eyes. He prays for open eyes. He Praise to God that God will open the eyes of his servant so he can see the reality. And as we mentioned earlier, when it comes to God, the reality is unseen. And what we can see with our eyes is temporal in passing. So respond with prayer for open eyes. Fourthly, he requests. He requests. The request is to pray for deliverance. Now that the eyes of the servant are open, Lord, bring us deliverance. And then they're ready for action. They're ready to resist. Ready to resist. And so Elisha, one man plus God, the majority, encounters the host of this Syrian army, now struck with blindness, and he overcomes them. He resisted. And then, when they were overcome, he reset. He reset. What did he do? He reset he reset their friendship oh it wasn't friendship but he reset the relationship how did he do that he prayed for his enemy he reset and finally he refuses. He refuses to take revenge against the enemy 
to gain an advantage for himself. So that is what Elisha's response is to take the servant from fear to faith. Reject fear, realize the facts, respond in prayer for open eyes, request in prayer for deliverance, resist the enemy with overwhelming force, reset by praying for the enemy and refusing to take revenge to gain an advantage. When encountering the temptation in our day and time right now, when we encounter the temptation to panic, when we encounter the temptation to doubt, when we encounter the temptation to be afraid, this week, let's remember what happened in Dothan 2,940 years ago. Reject our fear. Realize God is greater than all your adversity. Respond in prayer for wisdom, as James tells us to do in James chapter 1. Or to ask God for wisdom, He will give it to us. Request in prayer for your deliverance. Resist your adversary, be it man or, in our case, germ. Reset in prayer for your adversary and or other persons involved. Like Job, he came out of his adversity when he took his focus off of himself and prayed for his friends. And then refuse to take revenge or to gloat over your victory. Because guess what? The victory belongs to the Lord. It does not belong to us. So this week, as we grapple with our crisis, as did the young servant of Elisha back long ago, let's remember to reject, realize, respond, request, resist, reset, and refuse. And God will give us the victory. Let us pray. Our most gracious and loving Heavenly Father, open our eyes, Lord, that we may see that our desperate situation is already defeated and we are victorious in Christ no matter what happens. Father, we believe. Help thou our unbelief. Forgive us of our sins, for they are many. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Though we are not now at the building, the gospel call remains open 24-7. Should you be outside of Christ, we beg you, we plead with you to rectify that situation immediately. All things remain ready for any who wish to repent and to be baptized. 
as Peter said, for every one of them to do, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Then being in God's army, he will give you the victory, just like he gave the victory to Elisha and Elisha's servant in the long ago. God bless you. Have a wonderful Lord's Day.